We're gonna talk to some people, gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna talk to Hello? some people, gonna learn a lot of stuff. We're gonna talk to some Hello? people, gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna talk to some Hello? people, gonna learn a lot of stuff. Cause Kristen knows blank. Hi everybody, welcome back to the Kristen Knows Blank podcast. Oh, I'm so excited about today's episode. You know what, mainly because as a comedian, I get to hang out with comedians all the time in green rooms and I get to hear what comics do when they're not being comedians. And that's that's what this podcast is about. It's about what 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 do stand-up comedians do when they're not on stage? Because we all, all of us have a, just a myriad of strange obsessions, hobbies, and guilty pleasures. And uh, I invite a comedian on every week to talk to me about, about one or two of theirs. Uh, this week I have the fantastic Justin Ruppel and um, he likes he likes donuts. He likes golf. You know what? I'm going to let him tell his story. But first off, thank you for listening or watching however you got here. Um, and I wanted to say hello to a few people that have been commenting. You guys, I've been asking you for over 50 episodes to comment and you have. And, and so today I'm going to actually read some of them and just say thank you for last week's episode. Thank you for listening to Lady Corbin. Uh, talk to me. She's wonderful as always. We talked about Wicked. We talked about her life on the road. Hannah Lester said, um, as Lady requested, she said, I appreciate Kristen. She gave me the shout out that Lady asked for. So thank you so much. And thank you for loving the Rad Libs. I love them as well. Roller Dragon loves Lady. Um, she and then I gotta be grudging you too, Kristen, which I appreciate. That's fair. Uh, Liz Rudolph Michael says, "I'm with Leedy. What's the downside to naked theater?" Yes, M more naked theater. So the guy, and of course, Greg Burns Jackson says, "Great show as great show as always." We could agree to disagree on that. And then says, hashtag boob de coup which of course was from the lady show um and i think we'll, we were all saying boob de coup that day so thank you guys for, for watching for listening thank you for commenting keep commenting and i will i will uh, continue to read your comments um because now that i've found them on youtube uh i they, they just make my day um also like follow and subscribe to the podcast uh there's gonna be a button somewhere it says like follow or subscribe if you haven't done it already just push the button see what happens you could get a donut if not, it was not my fault. Um, I, I'm Kristen Key. I'm the host of this crazy mess. Go to my website. It's kristenkey.com, K-R-I-S-T-I-N-K-E-Y.com. And uh, follow me on all my social media. I put up a lot of fun videos. And uh, I'm on Cameo if you want to give the unique gift of me. Um, I write a song for everyone that gets a cameo. So if you do want to give a very unique gift, I will personalize uh, a fun song for your loved one or someone you hate. I don't care. And uh, join my Patreon. It supports this and all my shows. And uh, also you get um, you get exposed to bonus things. I, I, I had a video for me on a hike in Alaska last week where it was no one got to see it but Patreon. So if you want to be a part of that, uh, that crazy group, uh, join the Patreon. I think that's all of our housekeeping. Guys, guys, I'm so glad that you came back. Keep coming back and, and I'll keep doing the show. Um, yeah, because I just I, I, I just love it. And so without further ado, my guest today, he's a hilarious comedian, impressionist. He's an actor. He's, he's been a sketch player. Hey, computer lady, play that interview with Justin Ruppel. Playing interview with Justin Ruppel. Justin, thanks for coming back on the show. Uh, I've been waiting. Oh, okay. I should have I should have contacted you sooner then. No, 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 no. No, I I didn't have enough new stuff to talk about. So you know. Oh, and now you do. That's great. You, yeah. you have had new stuff. Um, there's Lots so much I want to ask you, but I don't know how much is off limits or not. But since I last talked to you, you came out as uh, polyamorous. Yes, yes. That's my, exciting. Uh, it's very exciting. My family and I are celebrating four years together. Ah, Mazeltov. Uh, Thank you. We've been uh, living together now since September of 2020 and uh, very happy. 
uh, Katie, Claire, and I. We've got a dog and a couple cats named after Frasier TV show characters. So, you know, we're nice. living the dream. What are the real names? American dream. Roz and, Roz and Daphne. Yes, yes. <laughs> so let me ask you a question about coming out. Like, did you face, did you get a lot of support or did you face the, uh, the awfulness of the internet? Which, which, which did you, uh, well, here, here's the thing. I, I, everybody that we came out to, um, that we knew personally that we were, you know, uh, friends with who had some, some relationship with us, uh, was good. 97%. There was only a few people who were like, yeah, we're not down with that. So deuces. And I was like, <laughs> Honestly, it was a few of the people I was really happy that they they left anyway. You know, That's like, oh, thanks. Thanks for letting me know. You know, I'm glad you at least told me that so I didn't have to go another couple of years before you leveled this on me. Right, um, right. But, and the internet, um, the internet really is a, a place where you can find your own community, isn't it? You know, you can, you can, you can find all of the love and support uh, you could possibly ever imagine, or you can find criticism. And it's, it's your choice now in this modern time to be like, all right, are you going to choose to look at all the support or are you going to choose to look at all the negativity? Because there was, you know, I, uh, I, I got on TV a whole bunch and um, I got in the magazines and everything. So there was a lot of articles. So I could have chosen to have been like, well, it was all negative because there's a lot of negative. But the vast majority was so positive that, you know, I'm not going to I'm not going to focus on that stuff. Right. So. It's hard at first, I, I guess, because I still get, I'll post stuff online. And when I, you know, you get a thousand responses and like three of them are awful mm. and the rest mm -hmm. are positive. It's those three that I, I still have to, I have to shake off. I have to go for a walk or something. It, it, for some reason, they stick a little bit harder than the positives. Let me ask you a question. Cause I find this to be the case oftentimes with comedians. Um, Cause a lot of comedians are friends. You know, my friends group seems to have a lot of comedians in it. Mine too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Do you find that this is um, uh, something that happens a lot with your comedian friends? I, I find that to be the case with mine. And maybe it's an actor entertainer type uh, stigma that comes with it, which is you could have a hundred people shake your hand going out of a comedy club and go, wow, my, my face hurts. My side hurts. Yeah. But the five people who walked out and just went like this, you know, that's the ones you remember. Haunt my dreams. Yeah. And, but and and it's not right. Haunt your dreams, right? Yeah. Then you know this face in the in the front. Yeah. But why why is it about what is it about us that makes us go? Those are the ones we remember instead of the hundred other. The hundred others aren't telling the truth. <laughs> That's how I always take it. <laughs> the other hundred are lying. They're just being polite. They're just they're they're trying to make me feel better. Like because in my head I'm you know I'm the worst. And so when someone goes by and you're, says you're the worst, I'm like I knew it. I knew it. Everybody yeah. has been lying. That validates the fear that I have inside me that I'm terrible and everybody's just been lying to me. Well, here's the, here's the, here's the, <laughs> here's the double edge to what you just said. Yes. And um, part of us believes that the reason we're funny is because we believe that we're not good enough. And so that kind of constant need to tap back. If, if we believed the hundred, you know, then maybe the funny would go away. Maybe the edge of the reason why I come back so quickly with comments, maybe that goes away. Like that's 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 the scary part for me is I'm like, yeah, if if I don't look at detractors and everybody's encouraging, then I'm like, well, I guess I'm good enough. Right. Will I ever write more stuff? It's the it's the yeah. mean people that make me want to write. Well, I'm gonna write better stuff. I'm gonna write mm -hmm. more stuff. Yeah. 
God, that's such a weird realization that haters are just as important. Maybe not as much of them, but just as, you know? I don't know. I guess it brings balance to the force. Ah, yes. Well, everything has a balance. I mean, like there's a, there was my favorite um, Richard Jenny bit where he was, where he's at the end of his act, he was doing in the casino and he said, just, just remember when you go out to the casino night, remember that episode of Twilight Zone where that, uh, that guy dies of a heart attack in the casino and then he wakes up and he puts a dollar in the slot machine. He wins. He goes over to the roulette machine. He hits 32 or hits 31. And then he, uh, he hits blackjack and he's like, uh, he goes up to the pit boss and he said, uh, you know, I, I always thought this was heaven, but uh, I don't know if it feels like heaven if I'm always winning. And the pit boss looks at him and takes his glasses off and says, where do you think you are? And he's like, and Jenny goes, I'm not saying that for any reason, except that the casino pays me an extra $200 if I say it at the end of my acts. <laughs> 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 but that haunts me. The, the losing, the, the I need it. I yeah. need it to justify the wins. Yeah. The wins don't feel great if there's if there's no losses, you know? Wow. I don't know why I'm going to segue that into golf, but it seems like the perfect, <laughs> perfect segue. segue into golf. It is a perfect segue. That is such a perfect segue. Is this, I feel like, is this another, and I know lots of people from all kinds of different walks of life play this this horribly Stupid frustrating sport. game, yeah. mm -hmm. but it seems like, like for us, for people mm -hmm. that, you know, we like to get slapped around. We yes. love to have bad day. Like I like to surf yes. too. And it's like, mm -hmm. you can go out on a golf course three days in a row with yours. Their clubs are exactly the same yep. and then have three completely different games. And I yep. feel like that's playing a Thursday through Saturday at a comedy club. You can go to the you same comedy club with my same act three times. And one time's great. The next time I eat shit. And the third time is like, what the hell's going to happen? You couldn't nail it more on the head. Golf is the closest I've ever felt to performance because it's you practice it and you practice it and you practice it. It's simple. It's second nature. It is not a hard thing. It is a it's a stagnant ball. Everybody has to shut the hell up while you focus on it. You're out in peace and quiet. And the only thing there is your brain. And when you take that backswing, <laughs> it's going, you sure you're good enough? <laughs> this feels right, but is right really good? Remember what you did last time? Remember? And that that constant fight, and it does it, if you're good, it does it under 100 times a day. And if you're bad, it's over 100 times a day. And it feels the closest I can get to that heart racing moment of, ooh, here's an audience that's doing really well. Look at this. It's a wide open fairway. Here's a little ball. Here's all the clubs in the world. Can you hit it? Yeah. Huh? Can you hit it? And I, this is what's crazy about me. I go at five in the morning so that I don't feel like I'm wasting a whole day at golf. I, I the first tee time out, I get the first tee time, 520, so that like 930, I'm done. I'm done with my competitive edge for the day. I got it out of my system. So the rest of my day can just be fun creativity. Because the competitive part of my brain is like, I got to, I got to be better. I got to, I got to get one up. Well, I can't do that every day with comedy because we get open mics and it's, sure. you know, like, or, or you don't get it this week. And so you don't feed that beast in your brain. That's like, get up there. Come on, be better than yesterday. One more, one, one better. You don't get that every week. And I've figured out that my brain needs that. Otherwise it eats itself, you know? Like it'll go into my own material or my own uh, stuff and go, why aren't you doing that? What do you do? What you do? Why'd you do that? 
And if I've got the game to focus on, as silly as it is on a public course, then it's not doing it to my own act. Or what you, why, why aren't you further? Why aren't you better? Why aren't you there? <laughs> <laughs> and I can do that about a golf game because it's stupid. You know, oh, why well, didn't you chip that? You know. It's it's a healthy place to put that obsession. It's fine. You right. know, it's like like with with brains, like like I guess entertainer brains, whatever. It's it's finding healthy places to get. Like I find that like audiences are a good place to get my validation. That way, I don't mm-hmm. have to get it in inappropriate places. You know, like yes. I used to, which would be like yes. that's why hecklers heckle. They're trying mm-hmm. to get validation in the wrong place. Boy, you know? that's boy, you couldn't hit that more right on the head. And, I don't, uh, oh, go ahead. No, no, please, please. I was going to ask you a separate question that's kind of off topic. So please fire, fire away. No, go fire away. I don't. My even remember question was going to be when you say you get the five thirty in the morning tea times, mm-hmm. and it's now it's back to your household because my wife and I we wake up an hour and a half different because right. I like to try to beat her awake so that I can have a right. little bit of day. When mm-hmm. there's three people in your households, is that three different times, or do some of you get on the same schedule? How does that work? That's a good question. It's three different schedules. Uh, my wife works from home. Um, and so she works in the office. That's the bedroom and Claire and I usually take a little bit longer to get up if we don't have something to get up for. So we'll go into the living room and kind of like either I'll begrudgingly wake up, uh, while Claire sleeps with the puppy on the couch for a little while longer, but then I'll play golf twice a week, maybe at, and again, please keep in mind, folks, this is not a, I don't have a membership anywhere. This is a public course. So it's like $15, $20 to play. <laughs> like it's different than like, um, out at Los Angeles. <laughs> We're members of the club. Are you a member? <laughs> my, my part, my, my buddy who plays with me doesn't have sleeves on. Okay. We are not, <laughs> we're not golfers. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of, I shimmy out of the middle of the bed. Cause the, the girls get the outside. Cause you know, I, I, I have no choice. Um, and <laughs> what if you need a sip of water in the middle of the night? What if you have to pee? This do you is want to see what that looks like? It, it looks like a, it's just, I kind of, I sit straight up like this. I do like this V. It's a boat <laughs> pose. I, yeah. And then I kind of like edge towards the front <laughs> and then I put like a foot out <laughs> get past the fan because there's a fan right at the edge of the bed that wow. blows up my feet because i've got hot you know i've got hot hot little bed warmers on either side yeah. so i blow like cold air right right up the middle wow how exciting yes <laughs> you, you bounce your way down the middle of the bed while two women well just... here's well yeah here's the deal too is they couldn't be happier to have me out of the house in the morning because when i wake up um I don't either I don't dream or I have the same dream over and over. So when I wake up, I'm I've got to talk. I've got to talk. I just like I'm what about this? What about this? What about this? What are you gonna do this today? This and this. And they just shut the fuck. Just please shut up. You know, and if I go golfing, then I've gotten most of that out. Yeah. yeah. By the time I get back home, I'm like, huh. Uh, you know, they're like, oh good. This is why I get up an hour and a half early. She doesn't like talking. And she'll just say it. She's like, I just don't like talking in the morning. And I used to take it yeah. personally. I'm like, but because yeah. I wake up happy and mm-hmm. I wake up early. And I'm like, yes. oh, man, I just want to say good morning. And when everything I'm like, oh, no, I guess I'm just going to go downstairs and do yoga because she does not want to hear from me. <laughs> and if you smile, sometimes she's like, mm, like she'll growl. Oh, so, yeah. That, yeah. Oh, my God, Kristen, this is so spot on because <laughs> 
And yeah, I, yeah. I, I am, meanwhile, I, I'm, I came from Seattle, so it's sunshine every, every day. day. I wake up and for the most part, as long as I can get up, get out of the bed, get out of the, cause I will sleep. I'm good. I'm a good sleeper. But if I, if I see the sun, boom, I'm up, we're going, we're going, I'm up. And then, and then I want to talk. I want to talk at a million miles an hour. And right before I even get my coffee, just just like the the newness of the day is, ah, it it wears on me as it gets to the end of the day. If stand up, if I got to do my stand up at 7 a.m., I'd be fire. I'd be fine. I'd be fine. I would be the early bird comic. We could we could do that. We could start this. Could we do like live sets from the United States at 7 a.m. for like the Londoners who are going to bed at that time? Right. That's a great idea. We'll just get on. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have a cup of tea. <laughs> it's my first. It's their last or whatever. Exactly. It's exactly. Great. We're having tea. They're having whatever they have at night. I don't know. I'm so un- uncultured. I'm like, you know, whatever London is have at night. Oh. <laughs> what, what are they drinking? I don't know. You who? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you who? It's, it's random. <laughs> what, okay. So you're a golfing comedian. You're in a polyamorous relationship. I, this is the one that threw, what is it with Krispy Kreme? Why Krispy Kreme? I'm a donut person. I'm a big donut person, mm-hmm. but Krispy, you know, I've never had a hot Krispy Kreme right out of the grease donut. Um, okay. Well, there, I, that's kind of the issue. So uh, full disclosure, I am a huge donut person. I came okay. from, you know, a, a, an area of, of the Northwest who considers themselves very donut efficient. You know, we have, the uh, Voodoo Donuts up in in Portland. We had, had uh, yep. yeah, uh, 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 kettle um, the kettle donuts in uh, up in Seattle. They're very. There's a lot. I'm making of... notes right now because I love. Yeah, donuts. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Never it, been to kettle, so yeah. I'll try that. It's the thing is, Krispy Kreme has figured out the fluff ratio that no other donut company gets. And the very first time I had. Um, marijuana. Uh, I oh, was we can't talk old. about marijuana on this show. We're a Jesusy show. No, go ahead. Sorry. Um, <laughs> marijuana. Uh, I it was the, <laughs> it was only the third time I'd ever had Krispy Kreme. I'd had it when I was a kid in the South, in um, uh, South Carolina, and I remember having it when I was a kid. I'm like, this can't be real. And because so, you have those memories of like nine years old, it's like this is too good. Right. Your brain's like, this must be blown out of proportion. So the very next time I had it was Issaquah, my hometown, opened up the first West Coast Krispy Kremes in like 2002. And there was a line around the block. So my friends and I, we all got a little toasted and waited in this line. And we got two dozen donuts. And For how many people? We, it was four. There was four of us. Yes, um, that's, yes that's appropriate. Good, good ratio, yes. <laughs> it's good, right, exactly. We pulled, so you know how in, um, you know how in like um, shopping malls nowadays, you got like a Best Buy and like a, and like a Home Depot and then like a Krispy Kreme on the other side. Sure. We didn't get drinks. So we drive to the Home Depot on the other side of the parking lot. And my buddy's like, I'm going to get us all drinks. Just wait here. And so he's going and putting in money into like the Dr. Pepper machine. I'm telling you that to give you the amount of time that he could have been gone. Enough to get four beverages, Kristen. The way my friends describe it, when he got back into the car, the <laughs> the, the dozen that was that had the 
original glaze that were fresh off the pipe, right, had been destroyed. There was nothing left but glazing all over my face. And he gets back into the car and I just look over and there's a whole dozen gone and my face is just covered. And he goes, I was gone for four <laughs> minutes. They're all gone. And I looked down and I went, no, like I didn't, <laughs> I didn't even realize it because they were so soft. What I was doing, all I remember of that moment is picking them up and feeling how soft they were and then squishing them to a bite and just hop. So I was going hop, hop, 12 of them, yeah. hop, like yeah, little it's bites. Yeah, like donut holes at that point. Yeah, yeah, that's but no they're big. they're full donuts. Yeah, and it was just all of them. Wow. <laughs> so to this day. Your poor like friend. If, yeah. <laughs> there was four Dr. Peppers and ah. And there were no glaze left. And that's what they're known for. The other one is like a, a sorted dozen. And I was like, well, there's a bunch of dozen left. They're like, those are not the Nobody Krispy Kremes. Yeah, those are dessert donuts. Those and are, it's like yeah. you can hop back in line because it's like a 12-hour. <laughs> it's time for five quick questions. Well, you know this is a show. It's a podcast in three parts. We chit-chat for a second. I ask you five quick questions. And we play a rad lib, and everybody goes home and has donuts. So here's five quick questions, Taylor, just for you. Question All number right. one. You're offered three times the highest rate you've ever been paid to do comedy at a nudist resort naked. Mm. Do you take the gig? Yes. So fast. Okay, great. Yeah. Uh -huh. Any explanation or just put down a yes? Look, he, well, the, the, the only caveat I'd say is, look, no video photography, please. You know, no capture photographers, as long as they're not taking pictures. And I can see if they're holding pictures because it's Absolutely. a nudist colony. Nobody has pockets. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, if you do have pockets, you get bigger problems than the camera. <laughs> um, <laughs> but look, if it's just for us, here's the thing. Be honest. We're almost naked up there anyway. You know what I mean? Like, it feels like that. Yeah, I Feel would do it. I would do yeah. it because I'm I'm like my wife and I talk about this, she's like, you would be a nudist if you I'm like, not all the time, but I'm. I'm curious. I'm a curious yeah. person. And I'm like, if we're all naked, then we don't have that to talk about. We don't have that in the way. Anyway. Yeah. It doesn't matter answer. what gender you are. Penis jokes are always funny. And the first five minutes of it being scared and then comfortable and then <laughs> the commenting on it. Come on. I mean, the penis jokes alone. You got you know, to do it. What we want as comics is really for everybody to be in the same boat. Like that's when pandemic hit, a lot of us were like, it was exciting yes. that we all have the same things going yes. on. It's easier to make people laugh when we're actually yes. living the same lives. When we're all naked in the same room, we yes. have the exact same things going on. Yes. So yeah. Boy, you I, nailed I, it. So what I'm trying to say kick. is where's the money? <laughs> <laughs> all right. As soon as I start booking this, you're the, you're one of the, you're one of the two there. comics that have ever said yes to that question. Perfect. You and me. So we, now we have three. Okay. Question number two. Oh, I wrote this one just a second ago for you. Uh, question number two, you have to play 18 holes of golf, but you have to replace your clubs with one other piece of sporting equipment. What do you choose? And how are you going to do? Ooh, all right. I'm going to use a uh, an aluminum baseball bat. And if I went out there with a baseball bat, I'd have more fun. I'd be talking about it. I wouldn't be so in my head. And I'd probably shoot one of the best scores ever, knowing me. I think the takeaway is throw out your clubs, get an aluminum bat, and, uh, and I'll see you tomorrow at 530 in the morning. Question number three. Here's where they start to get slightly strange. Uh, you wake up in a movie. 
and you have to say every line correctly or you will die. Which movie do you choose? Which character? And will you make it to the end of this movie? Ooh. You just have to say your character's lines in this movie, but you have to get them all correct or you fucking die. <laughs> okay. I would probably, this is really tough. Uh, but the closest I would come to that would probably be Dumb and Dumber. And I would be Lloyd Christmas. <laughs> Lloyd and Dumb and Dumber. Ah, that's a lovely accent you have. New Jersey? <laughs> oh, good day, mate. Why don't we throw another shrimp on the barbie? <laughs> I think That's the first live. few lines. Yeah, I, I might live. I'll tell you, we, my buddy and I, when I first moved to LA, I, I took a job as a uh, call center rep and you couldn't use your cell phones on the call floor because you're using PCI compliance. And so we had an hour and a half left and we did nothing else to do. We had no books. And he and I went, you know, I bet we could recite every line to Dumb and Dumber, just the two of us here. And between the two of us, we went back and forth. And at the end, we're like, well, I think we're close. We went and downloaded the script. We missed six lines. Total. Total. Wow. Not, none of the lines that Harry and Lloyd said. We got those dead on. But we did not get like a couple of like side character lines. So wow. Dumb and Dumber. I definitely think I could get close. I'm going to make it. That's a first time question on this show. I'm going to ask that question again, oh, but I, yeah, I really like it. I'm going to put one. you up against anybody to see who's going to survive <laughs> my my movie quote death match. All yeah. right. Que that's amazing. Question number four. These are getting stranger. Uh, question right. number four. You've been kidnapped hmm. and entered into a donut eating contest to save your life. How many donuts? could you eat are they Krispy Kreme because it's you I'm gonna go ahead and say it's Krispy Kreme donuts and we already know that you can eat a dozen in four minutes so All with right. your life on the line in a donut eating contest here's the deal 20 can... minutes 20 minutes is how long your body knows it doesn't know what your stomach has done and that's why that's wait is this bullshit or is no, that no this fact? is not bullshit you can you look got this 20 up. minutes like when the earth has eight minutes to like that's right to the, the sun, sun explodes, explodes. Exactly. you have eight minutes so you can You're... put anything in your stomach for 20 minutes and your stomach has they're like nah, nothing seems out of the and 20 minutes later it's like what the fuck yeah exactly have you ever seen like the the joey chestnut guy in the nathan's eating contest yes he's he's the one who said it and that's why all eating competitions are 20 minutes because 20 minutes, then your body gets the message, you done fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm classically known with my group of friends. There's only two things I'm known for. I, I'm known for talking way too much and eating way too much if I like something. I've, oh. I've won several eating contests for time. So I once Eaten ate- time? No. 30, 30, yeah, I ate time. <laughs> I ate 38 and a 38 ounce burger fries and a shake in 10 minutes and 13 seconds at uh, a Fuku burger off of uh, Kawanga and they closed down, but I had the record. The previous record was 17 minutes. Did you get a t-shirt? I did. Oh, good. I did. And, I also, and what happened at 20 minutes? Did your stomach? Uh, my friend said, as, as he describes it, um, I got to the end uh, I, I, at, at 20 minutes, I was walking back to my house and I stopped and I went, I don't think we can walk anymore. 
And I laid down on Sunset Boulevard on my back and just made this noise. Because ah, ah, ah. <laughs> your stomach right here, this part of your diaphragm inflates. So to answer your question, probably four or five dozen in 20 minutes. Wow. Easy, easy. Because you just ball them up into a fist and just, um, 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 yeah. um, yeah, four or five dozen in 20 minutes. I don't want to almond yeah. milk because that's how smart. donuts are the best delicious. Smart. Well, smart. That's mm. smart. It helps mm. that in the end, if you have to get them down, <laughs> you have a little uh, lubrication. <laughs> but I, at least I know I can eat a dozen in four. So maybe, maybe uh, four three more dozen in, in 20 minutes. Yeah. Would it help to be higher or is that not a thing? Oh, I don't absolutely. do anything anymore. Can absolutely. you get, that's another, that's a different question for a different show. I suppose when yeah, I used yeah. to get stoned, we'd always like, yeah. we'd, there'd be one old stone and we're like, Hey, save the weed. You can't get stoner. And all of us young people would be like, you can too. I could get stoner watch, but I don't know if there's a, if you reach the point that you're like, this is stone. There's not a, there's a, that's a very good question. And I don't know anymore to be honest. <laughs> I'm, that's I'm, a good answer that's i'm a really 39 good... i don't know i don't know you're almost that age where you watch people go hey man quit rolling that hog leg you can't get stoner all right question number five oh, you've boy. been kidnapped again again i'm so sorry this keeps yes. happening to you you've been kidnapped and entered into a karaoke contest <laughs> with your life on the line what song do you sing oh uh life on the i have to sing it perfectly you gotta win a karaoke contest however you do this and i think oh, i've seen shit. people win that weren't that great because they committed so this is up to you i'm probably What's your jam? Gonna, i'm probably gonna sing uh god this is so stupid oh man you're probably gonna sing dean martin's you're nobody till somebody loves you yeah <clears throat> you're gonna be I a crooner i'm gonna sell it too you not... may be king, you may possess the world and its gold, but gold won't bring you happiness when you're growing old. Yeah, you know, come on now. Ladies, drink, you're drink throwing their him. panties. People, I mean, <laughs> the stage. Bring the push, bro. We've got panties and bras littering the stage. <laughs> yeah, it never happened, but that's, uh, I, I appreciate it. I have to. I was born in the wrong time, Kristen. Well, born you're going to win this time. kidnapping. That's all that matters. <laughs> you were going to survive that in the donut eating contest kidnapping. And with those that, are the things I win. Congratulations. Those are the things I win. <laughs> you, you've survived the second part of the show. And now it's time for Rad Libs. I've written a story and I've left out some parts of speech. You give me the parts of speech together, we make a hilarious story. Are you ready to play my Rad Libs? I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay. Today I need an adjective. Swarmy. Let's see, I need something fun that starts with a P. Something fun that starts with a P. Um, ping pong. Verb ending in ing. <laughs> Strutting. A famous person. Uh, Jeff Goldblum. Oh God, that's gonna change mm -hmm. the story. Yep. Uh, an occupation. Golf caddy. Uh, I need a singer. Michael Bublé. Uh, good housekeeping. Emotion. An emotion. Um, despair. I like the twists and turns the story is taking already. Um, an <laughs> exclamation. Uh, E-CAD. E-CAD. <laughs> I'm born in the wrong time. <laughs> yeah. I believe you were. Uh, a liquid. 
Grenadine. A punishment. Timeout. Adjective ending in ER. Shinier. Verb ending in ING. Punting. Uh, something you shout in traffic. Arfic Nugan. Uh, let's see. A noun. Plate. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, a verb ending in ING again. Sweeping. Plural noun. Knives. A number. <laughs> 13. Excellent. Uh, an adjective. Mmm, bubbly. Plural noun. Cats. Yes! Thank God. Um, <laughs> a response. Absolutely. We have a story. We have a fantastic <laughs> story. I don't know what the hell this is going to be. Ooh, yours is fuck? an emotional roller coaster that was I so much it fun. Is. I really enjoy watching your mind work uh, because of your love of golf. It's called You're Putting Me On. <laughs> Have you been watching the swarmiest new golf show on the internet? It's called Putting for Ping Pong. (laughs) When I watch it, I can't stop strutting. (laughs) It's hosted by two of my favorite stars. (laughs) Jeff Goldblum and America's favorite TV golf caddy, Michael Buble. It's got great reviews. Good Housekeeping said putting for ping pong is 18 holes of pure despair. <laughs> You'll be hooked from the first time a contestant swings their club and says, Eee, gad. <laughs> I'm always so nervous for contestants as they putt their way through an obstacle course suspended over Lake of Grenadine. One wrong move and they will be put in timeout. <laughs> as you could say, the stakes could not be shinier. <laughs> true! It is true! <laughs> it is <sighs> true. <sighs> uh, contestants are penalized for missing putts, errors, and for punting. That, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hard to find yep. the balls after that. Uh, my <laughs> favorite hole on the show is called the Farfid Nugan Hole. <laughs> At this hole, their club is replaced with a plate, and they have to putt while sweeping. Yes. Uh, this is the hole that separates the men from the knives. <laughs> If a contestant survives all 13 bubbly holes, they win the grand prize, 10,000 cats. Yes. Yes. (laughs) This show just got good. Yes. Finally Uh, shoving to good. Putting for ping pongs will make the whole family say, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Well done, my friend. Yes, Jeff Goblin here. Um, (laughs) Cutting for ping pongs. It's it's a great one. Will it go past the hole? Will it go in it? Will it make that little (laughs) sound? Yes, yes, yes. We're playing for 10,000 kittens. It's a feline and fury is what it is. (laughs) Tell everybody uh, where they can find you, what you have coming up. Oh. Online, all of the sites are The Ruffle. T-H-E-R-U-P-P-L-E. The Ruffle. So Instagram, lots on TikTok, on the Facebook. Not so much on the Twitter because I'm bad at spelling. I don't do Twitter either. Guys, follow, friend, find Justin. Um, The Ruffle. Everything that you do. I love everything you do. I think it's so fun. Um, I love everything you do. I love everything you do. Shut Uh, up. We got to wake up early and do something together. Yes, whatever you want. Golfing with a bat. (laughs) 
just our wives drop us off like little kids in the morning just unless you come pick us up when they're awake <laughs> run around so you wear out and then come home they, yeah, right, they come back they come back with coffees you bitches done <laughs> yeah <laughs> We've got ideas. We talked about donuts, and then we talked about our dreams, and we talked about comedy. Yeah. Kristen, I thank you so much for having me. This is my favorite part of my week. Interview complete. Saying goodbye to Justin by deep frying, glazing, and serving him with coffee. No, no, computer lady, we do not turn our guests into donuts. Although Justin would be delicious. Justin, thank you for coming on. My friend, always, always a pleasure to talk to you. And guys, for watching or listening or whatever please find follow justin ruppel he's tons of fun um he's got that's a terrible nickname to give him uh anyway he's he's a thousand voices worth of fun follow me he's, he's got incredible impressions so uh, become his friend and, and watch what he can do find me online kristenkey.com um join there's a facebook fan page got a patreon got cameo i'm on the tiktok the instagram all of it uh so find me follow me online and um and uh, um, I. And next time I'll be bringing you another hilarious comedian. We'll chit chat. We'll play five quick questions. We'll do a rad lib, and then we'll all go home better people. Until next time. We're gonna talk to some people, gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna talk to Hello. some people, gonna learn a lot of stuff. We're gonna talk to some Hello. people, gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna talk to some Hello. people, gonna learn a lot of stuff. Cause Kristen knows.